Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Erin. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Hello. Hi. <laughs> We're trying to sound so chipper. We were just both in tears five, five seconds ago. We joke that this is our weekly therapy session. It is. It is. Where we come and we dump all of our life's problems mm-hmm. and cry, and then we hit record, and we smile and laugh. Mm-hmm. And, and life is fine. Don't worry about us. It's just complicated. Kids grow up, and yeah. life is hard, and yes. all these things. Okay. Yeah. Let's read a review, and then we'll get into some news. So our review this week comes from Marie Marie. Like the cat? Yes, I was just going to say that. It's a very good Disney name. Love this podcast. I'm on vacation in Aruba. Woke up earlier than everyone to book my Blue Bayou reservations, and I'm celebrating success over a cup of coffee on the balcony listening to my favorite girls. Y'all put me in the best mood. Can't wait for Fridays. Keep up the good work. I love it. Love that you listened to us in Aruba. I know. And had to get up early on vacation. That's the only reason I would get up early on vacation is to book a reservation. Yeah, that's probably true. I am not going to lie. If I was in Aruba, I probably wouldn't listen to our podcast or think about you even. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I would. A maybe little bit. If you're sitting on the beach with your headphones in, maybe. I've listened to podcasts on the beach before. But not not us. <laughs> Well, maybe if you had a Disney trip coming up maybe. and you were, that was on your radar. Maybe. That's funny. But thank you, Maria Marie. That was very sweet. It is very sweet. We love hearing that. And this is your weekly reminder to leave us a rating and review and subscribe and share us with your friends. Yes, all the things. Sharing with your friends is huge. Yeah, for sure. We really appreciate it when you guys share things with your friends. And, you know, if you're following us over on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop, Share something there and let your friends know about us because I always, on Disney forums, the amount of questions I see that I'm like, oh, we have a podcast that answers that. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have a podcast that answers that. Mm -hmm. I would just really like to help everybody plan their trip to Disneyland. (laughs) Right. And not feel like they're so lost and floundering when planning a trip. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about some news? Yes. Boogie Boogie Bash starts tonight. We're recording this Tuesday the 6th. The first Oogie Boogie Bash that's not cast member preview is tonight. So there was a cast member preview a couple of nights ago, so we got a little glimpse of what's happening. They call it Oogie Boogie Light because it's not really fully everything that right. you will experience at Oogie Boogie, but it gave us a good glimpse of what's going to happen there. Yeah, and so there was that teaser a few weeks back about the new villains that would be participating this year, mm-hmm. which everybody guessed correctly, Madame Mim and Mother Gothel. Yes. And I assumed that that just meant two new villains. Yes. But there's kind of a few. Yes. So I, they just teased two of them. So we have Bruno, which I would argue he's not a villain. Yeah, I would say the grandma is the villain in Encanto. Yeah. I was thinking that would have been really funny if they put the grandma in there. Yeah. I mean, he he appears as a villain in the beginning of the movie, so maybe that's why yeah. it, you kind of, yeah. I Yeah, I just, he turns out to yeah. be a decent guy. And, and he's a cute character. He's, I he's, thought he was a cute face character. He's totally cute. Yeah. And he looks the part. Yes. He's awesome. Yeah. Very cute. Another one that I think was like perfectly cast, Ernesto de la Cruz. Yes. He's fantastic. I'm pretty sure is he's lip syncing, right? There's I no way he's actually singing. So. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. Well, yeah. he has a great voice, whoever it is, whether he's lip syncing or not. And that costume is on point. It is. So and his cool. face mm-hmm. is a mask. Yes. But it's like molded to his face. Right. So know. it moves with his jaw. It's, it's cool. very cool. He's a cool one. Yeah, go look that up on yes. social media if you have a chance. Maybe we'll try to share a video I'm of that I'm sure we will. And then Mother Gothel, I thought she looked pretty good as well. She does. Madame Mim, I have mixed emotions on. Okay. Um, I didn't expect her to be a face character, okay. to be honest. I thought she'd be more of a mask type. Okay. Um, her mannerisms didn't quite work for me. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the videos. I am. I have seen the videos. Uh-huh. I'm not super familiar with the Sword and okay. Stone. So I'm not super familiar with Madame Mim as I need to watch it. So yeah, I have yeah. some, uh, what's the word? Some frame of reference. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, I thought she was kooky. Yeah, she definitely is. I don't know. I, 
I feel like she's more sinister in the movie okay. than she came across in the... I mean, she's a little bit goofy during her song in the movie, but then she turns out to be like a murderous oh. wizardress or whatever you want to call okay. her, sorcerer, sorceress. Okay. Anyway, so I don't know. A bad, bad person. Yes. Okay. Mad, 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 a mim. Anyway, okay. so she, yeah, so she's a face character. She does have some prosthetics on, it looks like. Her nose, maybe. Okay. Um, and maybe her chin. I don't know. She's fine. It's cute. I love that they've included her because that's a pretty obscure reference. Yeah. One of my favorite Halloween costumes that I saw last year at Oogie Boogie Bash was a guy dressed as Bermuda Merlin. I know you're not super familiar with the movie, but right. towards the end of The Sword and the Stone, uh, Merlin says, blow me to Bermuda, uh-huh. to Arthur. And when he comes back, he's wearing Bermuda shorts. And I feel like I've seen Anyway, this. so there was a Bermuda Merlin That's at the cute. Halloween party. I loved it. That's I love clever costumes. Yes. That would be a really good costume, too, because it would be one that would be easy to wear yeah. the whole evening. Yes, and you could ride rides in it. Yes. That's always what I'm thinking about. And then, honestly, I think these are going to be the big hit for the entire party. Yep. They brought out Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck, and Clarabelle Cow as the Sanderson sisters. So cute. And that's from the Disney, Cruise. one of the Disney cruises, yeah. maybe multiple Disney cruises. They have Halloween on the high seas, Disney-themed cruises, mm-hmm. and the Sanderson sisters have appeared there, and they've brought them to California Adventure this year. It's so cool. cute. They're are they popular. Are they only during the Oogie Boogie Bash nights, so. or is it... All full time, Mm-mm. just during Oogie, during Oogie Boogie, and it's a meet and greet type thing. I or are they know. wandering around? Oh no, I think it's a treat trail. Oh, oh, fun! I think it's a treat trail. I'm not sure. We'll know more tonight. So, like we, said, I want to go so badly. I, do. <laughs> I know my kids and I I'm were dying. talking about it last night, and I was like, Ugh. <sighs> if only we could make it work, huh? Yes. And then the Fab Four or Fab Five, I'm not sure. I, four of them for sure have new Halloween costumes this year. Even more, because Chip and Dale are included, Oh, that's too. right. So that's it's right. more than just the fab. So the, the regular Disney characters, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald. I think Pluto. Pluto, Chip and, and Dale, Chip and, and Daisy as well. Maybe. I haven't seen Daisy's costume yet, either. but they have new costumes this year, and they're so cute. They're really, really cute. Goofy's is my favorite. He's dressed as a tree. <laughs> it has a bird nest in it. It's adorable. <laughs> It's really cute, and it's very on point for Goofy. Yes. And they all sort of look kind of cartoony, homemade, I would say. Their yeah. costumes, which was the point. Yep. And they're, I think they're fabulous. They're cute. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. And so Halloween Screams started last Friday, the fireworks yes. show in yes. Disneyland, which anybody can see. You don't yes. have to have Oogie Boogie tickets to and see that. And there would only be weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Projections during the week. Yep. And so it's the same soundtrack. It's the Halloween Screams with just projections, no fireworks. Yep, I think so. It's a cute show. That's one of my favorite fireworks shows. Yeah, so it's a good one. Um, Haunted Mansion, Gingerbread House. Let's talk about that. (laughs) It's Lock, Shock, and Barrel from Nightmare Before Christmas, Uh which are the three little kids that kidnap Sandy Claus. Right. It's cute. It's um, a little macabre, I would say. Yeah. It's got a guillotine. Yeah. (laughs) They're not really chopping anything, I don't think. But it drops. It moves. It does drop. And yeah, it's cute. It's fun. I look forward to seeing what that gingerbread house looks like every year. Me too. And if you haven't been on that ride during Haunted Mansion holiday overlay, they pipe a gingerbread smell into the room when you go through there, which last year I think we had to wear masks. Yeah, during that time still. So I kind of missed having that smell. I remember someone pulling their mask down to smell and you hear someone over the loudspeaker say, pull up your masks, oh, keep your masks I'm on. Sure they were so people. anyway, exciting to yeah. have that up. That is exciting. What else do we have Halloween wise? Well, speaking of the Haunted Mansion, Disney made some changes to the exterior of the Haunted Mansion and also to the main entrance of Disneyland. They removed the grass in front of the Haunted Mansion. And they removed the grass below the train station where you see Mickey's big head that uh-huh. greets you when you enter and replaced it with a, I think it looks pretty realistic. I do too. Astroturf. It looks great. Grass and it, turf. Mm-hmm. And it's more eco-friendly, mm-hmm. right? It'll conserve some water. Yes. They won't have to water grass. And Mickey's cute. He has a mask on for yeah. Halloween time. Yeah, I'm like assuming. like a raccoon type mask. Like a ninja turtle is what yeah. I think. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he looks like the orange ninja turtle. Exactly. It's cute. It is And cute. so I'm sure they'll switch that out after Halloween time yeah. to something that will look a little more holidayish, Christmassy. Yep. It'll be He's fun to cute. keep track of. And I don't know, maybe it'll be easier for them to just swap out flowers and not have to worry about the real gla- grass around it. Yeah. We'll see. I'm anyway. curious to see how it ages also. Yeah. I'm sure it's Disney, so I'm sure it's 
high quality, but yes. <laughs> it's it's interesting. And I'm happy because California is in an eternal drought. Yes. So it's as are we here. Yes, we. Are. <laughs> it's still hot, guys. In case you were wondering about the weekly mm-hmm. weather report, we haven't given you. Triple digits. Triple digits. Which it was triple digits at Disneyland this weekend. That's right. There was a lot of uh, reports of people passing out and, you know, I'm sure the paramedics were on standby all weekend. All right. um, We have lots of churro news. (laughs) (laughs) We mentioned churros, some of the new churros a little bit last week. Um, We talked about the sour cherry pistachio. I got to see it or see a picture of it and it's two separate churros. So it's pistachio powder on one churro and then the sour cherries on the other churro. And then oh. the grape jelly dipping sauce is on the side. The haban- ghost pepper ghost grape pepper jelly. Ghost pepper grape jelly. However, I've heard reports that you can't taste the ghost pepper. The, the heat doesn't come through. So it's like just grape jelly. So I don't That's know. Maybe they just didn't want to make it too spicy for people. But anyways, I mixed reviews on that one. I've heard that it's not the best, but not the worst also. So there you go. Okay. Um the pumpkin spice churro is back. And pumpkin spice beignets. Right, and pumpkin spice beignets. Yum. This year, it comes with a brown butter cream cheese dipping sauce. Oh, that would be really good. Which sounds amazing to mm-hmm. me. And I loved I loved the original cream cheese dipping sauce and pumpkin spice churro, so brown butter sounds even better. It does. I agree. Love that. And then there's a chocolate cookie crumble with green peanut butter vanilla dipping sauce. <laughs> That's a lot. The green peanut butter makes me not want it. I don't know. I think they're trying to be Halloween-y uh-huh. by making it a color. But, but brown is fairly Halloween-y yeah. also. It looks interesting. I heard what I read about it said that there is a little bit of a fruit sugar in mixed in with the chocolate cookie. So it's a dark chocolate flavor with a little bit of a fruit sugar. Okay. So kind of like a... Kind of cuts, like cuts chocolate covered cherry. Yeah, so it kind of cuts the dark chocolate a tiny bit, okay. which sounds interesting. I don't know what I think about peanut butter dipping sauce with that, but green, green peanut butter dipping sauce. Yeah, let us know if you try it because we'd love to know. And then there's a sour candy churro, which has a watermelon drizzle on it, mm-hmm. and I've heard that it tastes like Sour Patch Kids. I can't imagine how a churro would taste like a Sour Patch Kid because they don't get rid of the cinnamon. No, and they still have the real sugar, too, in addition to the citric acid sugar, whatever you call that. What do you call that stuff? Yeah, that's probably what I Citric acid sugar. Yeah, and I think sometimes they just try too hard. I do, too. (laughs) That one doesn't have a dipping sauce, I don't think. Well, why would it need a dipping sauce? I don't know. When you've got everything else going on. It has that watermelon glaze. Maybe that's... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It has the drizzle on it, but nothing on the side. Okay. And, And all of these, you guys... They took away the Fluffernutter churro, which yeah. who knows if it'll be back after the season. I bet it will. I hope so. It's very popular. But really, like, I would sacrifice all of those for the Fluffernutter. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one more. The peanut candy churro. That oh, yeah. Is at the Grizzly Peak cart, and it looks like peanuts. Looks like a churro rolled in peanuts to okay. me. But nothing too exciting. It's probably tasty. <laughs> if you like peanuts. I do like peanuts. Okay. And then in other little news, uh, D23, this is not little news. D23 starts this weekend when you listen to this podcast on Friday. Friday is the first day of D23. And there will be tons of news, hopefully. Live <laughs> streams if you want to tune in and uh-huh. watch. Um, next week, we're going to have tons of news. In fact, I would count on next week just being a news episode. It might be. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, That's I'm excited. I'm excited. I am, too. I'm excited to see, you know, an official date for Splash Mountain would be great if they would announce that. We'd like to know what's happening with Tomorrowland. Those are the two big things that I'm hoping for. (laughs) That's closed indefinitely. Speaking of closed indefinitely. The Matterhorn has a reopening. Yes, the Matterhorn is not closed indefinitely now. It is not. October 14th, it's back. So all of the people who were panicked about the indefinite closure of the Matterhorn can rest assured. Rest easy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Middle of October. So go on the Matterhorn if you're going after October 14th. And one of our park atmosphere tips that we shared a while back is to try to be in Cars Land sometime at sunset. Mm -hmm. So check your weather app and see what time sunset is for the day and try to aim to be in the area of Cars Land at that time. And typically they play Shaboom Mm -hmm. and all of the neon lights come on kind of in a sequence and it's kind of fun to watch and it's a fun atmosphere. For Halloween, they switch over to I Put a Spell on You. So cute. And it's really cute. Mm -hmm. And so that has been switched over. That's available every night, not just party nights. So that's something I would totally recommend taking a few minutes to go check out. And Radiator Springs is one of the best decorated for Halloween areas in the whole, in both parks. Yes, they go all. It's amazing. It's Radiator Screams. That's right. 
And then they just go all out with everything. So mm-hmm. they've got Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters turns into Luigi's Honk and Halloween. And Mater's Junkyard Jamboree turns into Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. Mm-hmm. And then also Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark is Right. There. Yep. Which is really fun. And it we talked fun. about this last week already. Yeah. But anyone can go on Monsters After Dark because it switches over around 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Between somewhere between three and four, yep. and you'll just want to watch if you're doing Genie Plus, just watch for that uh, Lightning Lane return time to go past three o'clock, and you should be good to go. Yes, and this is available all every day. So yep. party days, yep. non party days, anybody can ride Monsters After Dark, and I yep. would recommend it. And then, speaking of Bruno from a long time ago in the episode, <laughs> <laughs> way back if you remember, way back when we were talking about Bruno, so. This is something that we actually have not seen personally. It's been there for a while, and it's just never on our radar to go and check out. But they've been doing Bruno projections, a little Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno show projections on the Small World facade nightly. And they disappeared from the show schedule for a little while, and people started thinking, oh, well, they must just be it must be over, and it's not doing it anymore. And then all of a sudden, they showed up again on the show schedule. So... Never fear, you can still catch. We don't talk about Bruno on the Small World facade nightly. Just go check the show schedule for times and let us know how you like it because we haven't seen it yet. Because it's not something we have prioritized. I mean, I think I probably would have if if I remembered it. it. Yes. It's it's odd to me. It is really odd. It's an odd little thing that they've done back there, which is fine and totally fun. Yeah. I feel like I've been somewhere near, either in May when we went with my friend Brandy, uh-huh. or this last time. I feel like there was a time when I was near there and I could hear the music, but I didn't stop to watch, mm-hmm. and I was on my way somewhere. I have I have some memory of it. That didn't even cross my mind. No, mm-hmm. not to go and stand there and see it. Mm-mm. So let us know if you've seen it. And currently no parades happening at Disneyland Correct. proper. Um, the... Frightfully fun. The Frightfully Fun Parade is happening at DCA only during Oogie Boogie Nights. I heard a rumor that they may be casting for a new parade in January. So after the holiday parade is over, what was mm-hmm. that one called? That's your Christmas favorite. fantasy. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. It's your favorite. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to not remember it. <laughs> Blocking out. So once Christmas fantasy is over, there will likely be a new parade starting in January. The rumor is that it is Magic Happens that they're going to bring back, which had a two-week run right before COVID happened. So right. that would be exciting. I would love to see that one in person because it I, looked like a really cute parade. I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed that it's paint tonight. Okay. I will do that for you as well. Maybe they'll announce it. At D23. Maybe. At- we'll wait for that. My Ideally, I would love to see Magic Happens at Disneyland and Paint the Night at DCA. Of course. How about that? That's perfect. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Dear, Sounds good. Dear Disney, <laughs> oh, you've got a couple of days before D23 to get this on yeah, the agenda. It's not too late. It happen. All right. I think that's it for news. I think so. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. All right, so last week... We recapped part one of our trip, (laughs) our super short trip that needed two parts. Which we were talking about this this morning, and it was kind of a blur. It was. Like, I feel like we ran and ran and ran, and I did not get everything done that I wanted to get done. Right. And I came home, and I was like, ah, like, it went so fast. It did go fast. But then once we started talking today about what we had done that weekend, we started to remember the high points and the, yeah. the stuff that we wanted to relay to you all today to help you plan your trips. But we're old and yes. our memories fail us sometimes. And so we actually had to pull up our photo albums <laughs> on our phones to remember the sequence of events. <laughs> yep. So what did we do very first thing in the morning? All right. So we started at Disneyland and we decided to go against our better judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, we are not fans of rope dropping Peter Pan specifically, right. but also Fantasyland in general. We think there are better ways to spend your time and you can get so much more done in different areas. 
if you haven't listened to our strategies episode, go back and listen. Mm -hmm. And we'll say over and over again, don't go to Fantasyland. Right. And part of, I think, why we wanted to try it this time is because early entry had started again for the hotel guests, Mm -hmm. right? And so we thought, well, maybe that will... We had heard reports that Fantasyland thinned out quite a bit after that early entry was over. Yep. So we rope dropped Fantasyland. We did. And we were at the very front of rope drop, which doesn't happen for me very often. We were there really early. Yeah. And we got to visit with Yanira. She uh-huh. was a security guard, and she was awesome. She was. She gave us a tip that the center rope, if you walk straight down Main Street and straight up to Partners, mm-hmm. the statue of Walt and Mickey holding hands, mm-hmm. that's in that center hub. And there's a small rope right there. It's yes. very small. There's not a lot of people able to gather there. But she told us that that is where the lead Whoever's the security lead on shift at that time, that is the rope that they're at. And they are the person who gives the signal to the other ropes in mm-hmm. the area to drop. And so she said that she's the first rope that drops. Mm-hmm. Which I think she might have been a little bit distracted that day because I we were felt like too much. <laughs> yes. I felt like the sides actually had a little bit of a head start on us, or those people were just walking way faster than us. I don't yeah. know which, but. It's. It was fine. We were fine. Yeah, we still made it in like 10 people back in Fantasyland, I would say. Yeah, we were pretty quick to get in there. Yeah. And I would say that had everything gone swimmingly, which we'll talk about in a second, <laughs> yes. it did not, um, we would have been on Peter Pan in probably a 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Tops. Yeah, I agree. Because it we was, were close enough to the front. It was probably a little less than half as long as it usually is, that line. Yeah, we have my short guess. little legs, and mm-hmm. so we're trying to, like, book it as, what is it, the squat and run? Yes, and trying not to get shin splints. Yeah, but there were people with much longer legs than us uh-huh. who were going a lot faster than us, so yes. we were just doing our best to keep up. Yeah. We got there, we got in line, and what happened? Peter Pan broke down. It broke down to the point where they turned the music off even and were just testing, and you could hear them come over the loudspeaker and say and do a little countdown and... Anyways, And it was probably down for about 20 minutes. Yes. And we kept thinking, you know, should we get out of line now? But by that point, we were all the way up by the Tinkerbell Lantern, which uh-huh. if you've been in that line before, you know that it's kind of hard to get out of the line at that point because uh-huh. you're boxed in in a short, not short, a tight, tiny line. And you'd have to, like, jump over, crawl underneath people to get out. Yeah. Peter Pan's an opening day attraction. Yes. And so this is a queue that they've built into something that's been there for 70 years. Right. And it's tight. It's a small queue. You're very close to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And it's really challenging to get out. So we were kind of committed yes. to being there. And it was fun. We There were... There was a guy, a couple of people in front of us that was a vlogger. Mm-hmm. So he was on his YouTube live uh-huh. streaming Which I the still whole thing. Watched. I know. We need to go and find him. I know. Um, oh, shout out to him. Yeah. OC Resort Hopper. That's right. OC Resort Hopper. So go check him out if you want to see us on his YouTube live stream because we said hi date? a couple the of 27th. times. seventh. Yes. 28th. 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 Yes. 28th. So August 28th. Anyway, so that was kind of fun to chat with him a little bit and... We chatted with the people around us in line. We had this cute little family that was a few people behind us mm-hmm. that it was their first time, and they were asking us for advice. And mm-hmm. I felt really bad because we were telling them where to go, and they were following us. And then <laughs> everywhere we went broke down. But and they followed us. It w- yes. Just, just assume that our experience was their experience, and that was their very first day at Disneyland. Yes. It's kind of sad. Yes. So we waited forever. We were right up against, like Katie said, right mm-hmm. up against that wall where we could see the ships going right past us. Right. While they were testing them, and we finally—it took, what, 45 minutes, I think, is when we finally were able to get on the ride. Yeah. So, again, don't rope drop Peter Pan. Right. <laughs> and, you Just know, don't do it. These poor, we talked about this in that episode, that strategies episode. It sucks. It sucks when you're, you're a kid, mm-hmm. and your very first experience with this magical place that you've been so excited to go visit is being shoved in with hundreds of other people mm-hmm. in a tight queue and standing there for 45 minutes. Yep. There's better ways to spend your time. Yep. But we know that some people, that's their priority, and some people are going to do it no matter what we say, and that's right, fine. Right. We do things all the time that people tell us not to. Absolutely. <laughs> so, And we wanted to try it out just to be able to say this is our experience with it, right? Yeah. And so the second ride that we went on is one that is also a notoriously long line during the day, and that's Alice in Wonderland. And I don't, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason for why this line is so long during the day. I love this ride. It's it, just so classic. It might be my favorite Fantasyland ride. Mine too. I'm not sure. I, I think, think it so. is. I think it, if not, it's tied for number one. With what? Um, Storybook Which Land, Canal Boats. I know. It's okay. I've been on it pretty much every time I've I gone. It so it's okay. But Alice is probably my favorite Fantasyland yes. ride also. Yes. Yes. 
And so what happened to us on Alice in Wonderland? Well, this one's exciting, guys. It broke down. <laughs> <laughs> like completely broke down. So, and it wasn't even like, okay, so Peter Pan, they didn't do anything. They just said, you know, we're working on getting it back up. Please mm-hmm. stay with us. We've got to reboot the whole system. Mm-hmm. And they kind of gave us Updates. ideas. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, Alice, we <laughs> we got in our little caterpillar. We went up the little hill, entered the building, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of heard a whirr, and, like, the lights came on, uh-huh. and the guy came on the microphone, and he said, we're down. Someone will be with you shortly to evacuate from the ride, uh-huh. which has never happened. I've been evacuated before. Yeah. We waited an hour to be evacuated. Yeah, it's never that quick, I don't it was, think. It was like It was like they planned it. Yeah. So funny. So it's like they knew that we were trying a strategy and we're going to thwart us at every turn. So, so we're stuck there in front of Tweedledee with Tweedledum behind him. Yes. <laughs> just staring at him. Just hanging out. And People. our and our vlogger friend is still two cars in front of us. Yes, because he went there and uh-huh. our friends who were behind us on their first uh-huh. trip had a second breakdown of the day as well. Yep. So we sat there for, what, five minutes mm-hmm. before somebody came and rescued mm-hmm. us. There were people in the ride shouting, save yes. us. Yes. And it was dramatic. <laughs> but also a fun experience for me, at yeah. least a first time experience for me. And we got to go backstage a little bit and yep. see some of the backstage area, which was fun. I took a sneaky little video. You did. I'm surprised that that cast member didn't say something to you normally. Do you think he saw me? I, yeah, because he turned around. He was He was watching. Yeah. But he didn't say anything. No. And we he had, were in and out pretty yeah. quick. Well, and he had made a big deal about, here, you get to see some backstage. Like, yeah. he was excited for us to yeah. see it. So, typically, they're pretty pretty locked down about that kind of stuff. Like, you're not allowed to take pictures. But. It was an electrical room with a couple of Peter Pan's ships. Yeah. And that was our first hour. Yep. Like there we, it was, guys. We hadn't gone on any ride. Well, we did do Peter, Peter Pan, Pan. But it took forever. Yeah. And so, then, 1.1 1. 1 rides. <laughs> one and a tenth. <laughs> Then we went to Space Mountain, uh-huh. finally had a ride with yes. no mishaps, yes. got through the line, did it. It was great. It was a little early for me for Space Mountain. Oh, That's shoot. Okay. That's okay. And then we spent some time in our favorite shop. Star Trader. Yeah, we were talking about that. Both of us really, really enjoy this shop. And you know, I'm notoriously not a Star Wars fan. Right, but this shop is a good one. It's a good, it's fun. It is. And it's at the exit of Star Tours, so I went to Star Tours without Erin and met her at the exit. And I actually got a new scene on Star Tours that I had never had before, which is exciting for me because I feel like I've been on that so many times and yeah. I've seen everything. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. So after that, we did a couple other things. We did Buzz Lightyear. I mm-hmm. didn't do well with Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I have a picture of our score. Let me tell you how it went. Erin's uh, gun might have been faultier. It might I have just been her. I usually score a little bit higher than yeah. this. So I think I had a bad gun. Okay. So Katie scored 107,300. Uh-huh. Which is not amazing. It's not terrible. No. It's not fantastic. Like no. people get a million right. easily. Well, easily to them. We need to do an episode on the tricks for scoring high. We have it planned. Yes. It's coming. Um, Aaron got (laughs) 37,000. It's fine. And I'm not typically that bad. So Right. But Aaron had beat Katie on Toy Story Midway Mania the day before. So So we evened each other out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty competitive. So it makes me a little sad when my score is not even (laughs) 40,000. What the heck? Okay. Then we went and got something to eat. We sat in the hub and... (laughs) We had kind of an interesting little experience in the hub. <laughs> we giggled so hard. <laughs> I love hanging out in the hub. We, you know, I got to watch the Disneyland band come and perform and um Mary Poppins and Bird. Yes, and what is that little band called? The Pearly Band. The Pearly Band. Yeah. Yes. They are so cute and they, they did, you know, Jolly Holiday with Mary and song and mm-hmm. so fun. I just hanging out in the hub is fun for park atmosphere. So do that if you can. Find a bench, mm. grab some popcorn. Or what did we? (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you're going to say. We got the garlic bagel twists, the garlic cheese bagel twists, and Katie had a little accident with her marinara sauce. My marinara sauce exploded all over the place. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) When she says all over the place, it was on the bricks, it was on her pants, it was was on the bench. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Luckily, there was a napkin holder nearby so I could clean it up a little bit. It was like a 20 napkin job. But the real main event, (laughs) See what I did there? The main event event. was watching the cute little horse pulling the trolley. His name was Oliver, and he was not in the mood to work that day. (laughs) Oliver? Oliver He'd had enough. Was done. And it was was 10.30 in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. And he was very stubborn, Uh and he was not going to move. And I have never seen that happen before. 
No. I've been on that trolley a few times. It usually takes right off. I've watched it leave a few times. It usually takes right off, and he was not having it. No. So we got to watch for—he probably fought with her for about five minutes. Uh-huh. And we learned that apparently they're trained for the bell. So they'll ring the bell, uh-huh. and then she'd say, Oliver, go. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, he... and, and it just kept escalating. By the end, she was like, Oliver! <laughs> Oliver! <laughs> It was so funny. And he was not. He was going uh-uh. sideways. Yep. He was at, and I actually said to Katie, it was at the point where I almost wondered if she should have evacuated the ride right. and taken people off of the trolley because mm-hmm. he was getting a little agitated. Yeah. And we will say this in Disneyland's defense because I almost had a—I felt a little bad Oh, for watching sure. It. I was yeah. just like, Poor I felt Oliver. bad for her, too. I did. Um, she retired Oliver after this. Mm-hmm. When she came back on the next loop, she had a different horse. Yeah. So Oliver got a break. He wasn't feeling it, and he got to go and have some time out. Uh-huh. Um, I think we saw him later that day. We did. Back. So he, he got to come back. He took a nap or whatever and came back and decided he would go to work again. Went and had a Snickers. Right. But one thing to note about those horses is you are not allowed to pet them. So don't try and run up and pet them because right. they're they're working. And like Aaron said, he was starting to get a little bit agitated. So you wouldn't want to be right up next to that horse if something happened. And they're like big Clydesdale mm-hmm. type horses. They're, they're big beautiful. They're mm-hmm. beautiful. But he wasn't having it. And it was really, it was funny to watch because she was getting really frustrated. And so yeah. was Oliver. Yeah. They weren't getting along. Do you know where they keep those horses? I don't. I know at Disney World, they have a whole like stable area for their horses that you can go and check out and like... You can actually pet the horses there. I'm yeah. curious where they keep them at Disneyland. I wonder we if sh- we could find it on the map. I wonder. We, we should sh- zoom We should in find out. See. And then, just a side note, Peter, too, who is the clapping man of Disneyland, yes. was on the trolley that wouldn't move. Uh-huh. And so, and he just celebrated, I think, his 93rd birthday this I week. I think that's right. And so, we got to see him. We didn't talk to him or anything like that, but he's a sweet man, and he's a famous Disney legend guest, a guest, mm-hmm. not, an, mm-hmm. not a cast member. And um, if you ever see him, he'll clap with you. And he, he has buttons he'll hand out that say, I got a picture with Peter, the clapping man or something, yeah. the clapping man at Disneyland. Yeah. And anyway, he's cute. So but cute. he was right in the front row with Oliver and his little hissy fit. <laughs> Poor Oliver. Poor Oliver. <laughs> he's infamous now. He is great. And then did we go do canoes after this? We went and did the Mark Twain. Oh, that's right. And then we did canoes. Yes. You guys, I did the canoes. But guess what else broke down? The Mark Twain. The Mark Twain. Yeah. While we we were waiting for it. Yep. We were waiting to get on it, and they pushed us back. Actually, it wasn't the Mark Twain that broke down. Right. It was the sailing ship Columbia. But they had it. It was out on the water, and Mm -hmm. they had to bring it back in and evacuate it or let everybody off of it. Right. Which means they had to pull the Mark Twain out empty, and it was just a whole thing. Yep. So It took a while for us to get on the Mark Twain. Yes. And we waited forever. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. It was fine. And then we went and did the canoes. Yes. And the canoes was kind of a cool experience for us, too, because... We got to meet another Disney legend who is, who, who is Duke. Um, I know him just from other Disney vlogs. He's famous for being on the canoes for a while. And he just recently got his blue badge. His Disney Legacy Award. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before a little bit. We've shared some things on our Instagram about it. But if you ever see somebody at Disneyland wearing a blue name badge, mm-hmm. they ha- it's, a, it's the most prestigious award any cast member can receive. It's... A peer chosen yes. award. And so Duke was chosen by his fellow cast members to receive to this be award. be a Disney legend. And he had actually just received it the weekend before, correct? Yeah. Isn't that what he said? Yep. Yeah. Super cool. And he cool. kind of told us that he got called in, his superior, whoever his boss is, said that he had recommended him for a different position mm-hmm. and that he wanted to come in and speak to him. And he said he came and they had cake and all of the his whole party. were there. Yeah. So that was fun to kind of find out how they do the ceremony. And mm-hmm. it's not just one big, you know, everybody that's getting their blue badge comes at the same time. It's a whole individual experience. They get their own party. I think that's really cool. I do, too. And the way way we found that out is because I know um, Philander, who's Mm -hmm. a plaid. He's a guest services. He leads VIP tours. He's somebody I follow on Instagram. I've shared a lot of things from him before. He also got his blue badge that same week. Mm -hmm. And I said something to Duke about it. I said, oh, did you get it at the same time as Philander? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't know who that is, first of all, which was hilarious. And second of all, (laughs) he's like, no, and we don't get them all together. Mm -hmm. They give them out throughout the week. And like Katie said, it's an individualized thing. I think that's really cool. cool. I do, too. Um, Canoes. (laughs) Let's talk about the canoes. Aaron thought it was too much work. I will say this. So I, I knew going into it, it was going to be too much work. Yes, but however, when I went in May for my very first time, it was not as much work as it was this last time. We had some dead weight. We did. We A had lot. some ladies behind us that were not pulling their weight. I don't think they rode one time. I don't think so either. And I wanted to turn around and say, excuse me, ma'am. 
<laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they listened to this podcast? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think anybody that loves Disneyland and is, and listening to this podcast would not row on their canoe. I feel like everyone, come on, people. Everyone listening is a rower. Yes, we're better than that. Yes, we're all weight pullers here. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough, and like we had done web. <laughs> we, this is how old I am. We had done web slingers the day before, so I was still a little bit tender. Don't judge me. My arms were still a little bit sore. You and I are going to have to do some kind of a like. Calisthenics. Some, some like circuit workout for Disneyland. We'll do some prancer size <laughs> yes. to get ready yes. next time. Yes. Yeah. So my arms were a little sore. It'll help us with our shin splints and our web slingers arms. <laughs> we were very front row, which mm-hmm. I feel like has to be the hardest row. Oh, I think so too. Sure. That probably we're, like, we're pulling made everybody. a big difference. Yeah. So we're very front row right behind Duke. Uh-huh. He was fun to talk to. Yes. It's a fun experience. I'm cool with not ever doing it again. I'll, I mean... I'm not if, against doing it. Again. I was going to say, if you took someone else for the first time, or like your kids, you'd probably have your kids oh try it gosh, once, right? I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be on a boat full of kids. My kids are good kids. <laughs> your kids. But, that's what I'm talking about. Your kids. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever go and there's a bunch of kids in line, I'm like, I'm going to wait. Right, right. Boat. I don't know. Maybe the kids might work harder than those ladies were. Oh, my gosh. But you go Too the funny. whole route of the mm-hmm. Rivers of America. Mm-hmm. Self-propelled. Yes. You have to do the work. And you get a lot of Jungle Cruise type jokes around the river, which I think is fun. Yeah. Fun little dad jokes. And really quick, let me mention that it was my birthday the day after that. And so I was wearing a birthday button. Mm -hmm. And can we just. I got that for her while she was on Star Tours. She did. I was so happy. Can we just talk about how fun it is to wear a birthday button at Disneyland? I've never done that before. That was a first time experience. You get happy birthdays from all over the place. Cast members, regular guests. It's really, really fun. Walking into the bathroom. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that just reminded me because when we were on the canoes, I got lots of happy birthdays. Yeah. So that was fun. I know. I'm sad that nobody sang to you, though. Um, that's true. I didn't get a birthday Duke, song. Duke, if you're listening, you should have led a nice chorus of happy birthday. Dear Duke. Dear Duke. Anyway, it was fine. I don't hate it. I'll say I that. think it's fun to be down there on the water. It was tiring. Like, was by the hot. time we got halfway around, I was like, this is a long row. Yeah. And so halfway around, he tells you, we've reached the halfway point, which everyone's kind of like, me at least, I was like, seriously, uh-huh. we have to do this for another half? Are uh-huh. you kidding me? But then he starts to work harder for that second half. Okay. So. I have a problem with that, though. Okay. So they make a big point of, we want the oars in the water at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I am not Duke. I don't, I am not on the canoes every day doing this, okay? <laughs> Duke was overzealous with his oars. He was rowing hard. He was rowing real hard. Well, and he I, had to make up for those ladies. Okay. But I was right behind him. <laughs> And so it was, was hard to keep up. It was really hard to keep up yeah. with him. So that kind of like he just wanted to get us back to the dock. Yeah. But I it was it was oh, it's not the easiest. Got it. Right? It's not. I feel like the guy in the back has to work pretty hard, too. So he's steering and paddling. I think and we had a girl. Oh, I didn't notice. I think we had a girl. That's in the awesome. Very back for us. Equality. Love correct. it. Yes. Okay. Okay. What um, else did we do that day? Splash Mountain. Okay. Ponchos. Worked great. Oh, we loved wearing ponchos, guys. We looked like the biggest geeks, and we were not soaked like the rest of our boat. I'll say this: we looked like geeks. We did not look like schmucks. That's right. Yeah, because that is everybody right. else got off, and they were, and we got wet. The yes. boat was a, a good wet mm-hmm. boat, and our bags were dry. I would say, you know, the, from my mid shins down was pretty wet, and my shoes were pretty you wet. You were wearing leggings. Um, I had on like loose. Oh pants. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, yeah. Linen pants. And they were yes, they were linen pants, so they dried pretty fast. But I was happy. I had on shorts, so I was fine. Usually I get off of Splash Mountain and I'm miserable for a couple of hours, yeah. but not not this time. Nope, totally so worth it. recommend you can get a dollar store poncho. I have one from Disney Parks, so if you don't have a poncho going in and you decide you want one, just ask. They keep them behind the counter of yeah. any of the... Any of the shops have them behind the counter. Just and ask. They're like, what, $15? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Not terrible. And um, they also have umbrellas available behind the counters at all times, too, if That's you're ever. That's not going to help you on <laughs> No, but if it's a hot day and you want some extra shade, you could have an umbrella. Yeah. Okay. So then we had lunch mm-hmm. at Bengal Barbecue. Yes. I delicious. Love, did you know, you don't know this. The next day after you left, I went to Bengal Barbecue again. You loved it so I much. Did. It's and a I'll good standby. You. Yes. Okay. Then. <laughs> We did what's probably my very favorite part of the whole entire trip, the highlight of this trip to Disneyland. You're never going to guess what it is. <laughs> Everybody come up with your best guess for what we did that might have been the highlight of our trip. I'll give you five seconds. <laughs> Speak it pause, out loud. Pause your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Okay, you've got your guess. You're wrong. <laughs> 
Here we go, Fred. It was hot. And we were tired. Mm-hmm. We'd stayed up late the night before and had been up so early that morning. Uh-huh. And it was hot, like she said. Yeah. We went to the Grand Californian and took naps. <laughs> you guys, we found the best spot right in front of the big fire. There were two rocking chairs that just happened to be available right at the hearth so we could put our feet up. We put our bags down. And Aaron put a blindfold on. <laughs> I used one of my cooling towels and put it over my eyes. The pianist was probably oh. 20 feet behind us yes. playing Disney classics. Softly. Uh-huh. I don't feel like it was very soft. I feel like he was well, going after it. So I think there was enough background noise because for some reason the Grand Californian was busy. So there, busy. The line to check into the hotel was back past... It like, was like, all like the way almost the to lobby. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I've never seen it like that before. And what time? This was like one o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. This was at three. Okay, so I guess that's about check-in time. Yeah, that's usually when rooms are available, right? Mm-hmm. I think there must have been some kind of group convention, mm-hmm. something going on. We passed something as we were walking. Yeah, we in. did. And so I don't know what was happening. It was busy, so there was a lot of background noise, a lot of background chatter going on. So mm-hmm. I think that combined with the piano playing was just enough of a mm-hmm. a noise background that it. It made it really conducive to a nap. And we're, when you're under that little hearth area yes. by the fireplace, it kind of dampens the sound anyway. Yes. So, And I would say, you know, I was worried that we were going to be too hot sitting right in front uh-huh. of the fire, but I think the air conditioning was blowing. Yeah, they crank up the air in there. And it was lovely. It was so nice. It was so nice. And yes. we probably sat there for an hour. Uh-huh. And just, we both dozed off. Mm-hmm. Had a little cat nap. It was the highlight of my trip, no joke. Yes. And then we were ready to go. Yeah. Just you're still in the Disney magic, but not in the hustle and bustle of the Disney magic. Right. Which is really nice. And we kind of wanted to, we talked about this ahead of time. This was strategic. We did this because mm-hmm. we always say, you know, we spend the whole day there. We get there at rope drop. We stay till the end of the day. We don't want to go back to our hotel. Mm-hmm. And in our situation where we're two adults, it worked so well for us to just go find a quiet little corner and yeah. sit and take a little rest. Yeah. And not go back to our hotel. And the nice thing about that spot, too, is there is a little area right next to there with little tiny rocking chairs, and they're playing Mickey cartoons. So you could go hang out there with your kids as well. They could sit and take a breather and watch a Mickey cartoon while you close your eyes for a second. It was amazing. Yeah. I I seriously am not even kidding when I say the highlight of my trip. We loved it. And that's available to anyone. You don't have to be staying at a Disney hotel to enjoy the Disney hotel lobbies. Correct. So... And then we went back into the parks. First things first, we got a Fluffernutter churro. <laughs> Most important. Most important. Anyway, so we went back to the hotel for a minute, freshened up, and then we headed back into the parks mm-hmm. and just did a few rides then again for the evening. And that night, we had reservations at Cafe Orleans. Right. Again, strategic. We yes. were doing this for a reason. Yes. We got on 60 days out to get this reservation because we knew we wanted to try for this specific experience. Mm-hmm. So we got the latest reservation possible for Cafe Orleans which is right next to the Rivers of America for phantasmic viewing. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, I would say, like a hack. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to pay for the premium dining at Riverbell or you don't want to pay for Blue Bayou preferred seating or even Hungry Bear grab and go. So um, you know that you can order a meal at Hungry Bear or Blue Bayou and have preferred seating yes. for phantasmic. This is Which a... Which is going to put you right up against the water. Exactly. You're going to be really right. close. Really good viewing yes. for those. Yes. However, you are sitting on the ground for those. So right. you have to be able to do that unless you're in a wheelchair or ECV. I think they have an area roped off for those to okay. be. So if you need to sit in one of those. And Riverbell Terrace has seats. Yes. And they're still fairly close to the water. They are. They're off to the side just a little bit yes. more than I think people realize. Right. And that's specific. That's a fantastic dining experience mm-hmm. that you pay a premium for. Yes, it's very expensive and it's really hard to get because right. there are very few seats out there. Correct. So this, we just booked a regular dining reservation at Cafe Orleans. We got to check in about 20 minutes before our dining time and requested a table outside mm-hmm. because they do have inside dining at Cafe Orleans. And then we got an amazing table. We got the best table. Yeah was right there at the corner, so we kind of felt like we were in our own little space Mm -hmm. right there. There are drinking fountains right in front of the fence where we were sitting, so nobody could stand right there in front of us. Right. And we we just hung out. We we hung out. We took time to eat our food and drinks. Aaron had mint juleps. I had Diet Cokes. I had a Monte Cristo. Yes, and I had the steak, and then we had creeps. creme brulee. And then we had creme brulee, which, which was, was so amazing. Yes. And they put a birthday candle in it for yeah, me. That right. was very cute. And then Fantasmic started at 9 o'clock. What, what were the pros, would you say? 
So the pros were we had a seat. Mm-hmm. And we had a decent view. Yeah. I So I had somebody ask me about it. And this is pretty much what I said. Would I pay for that if mm-hmm. it was a fantastic dining experience? Mm-hmm. No. No. I wouldn't. If it was a if it was a premium cost to be in that location and to have that view, no, I wouldn't pay extra. Right, because there's a little bit of an obstructed view. There are people standing yes. a little ways away from you, but that still blocks just a little bit of what's going yes. on. Yes, and they're a little low, mm-hmm. so they're down closer to the water, and so you can see fairly well over their heads. Um, my complaints would be like the floodlights. Yes, so they th- didn't turn the, the lights off by yeah, the restaurant. Correct, and so we had... You know, whereas the people up by the water, all the lights are dimmed mm-hmm. so that they can watch things really well. Back where we were sitting, all of the lights were still up mm-hmm. and harder to see. Right. I didn't love that very and much. And a lot of bustling still going on. So the waiters right. are still bustling around you and there's people walking in front of uh-huh. the path. They're not allowed to stop there, but they would stop and ask cast members questions. And so there were times when there were tall people standing there that we couldn't see what was going on. Yes. And because they're not allowed to stop, you also have the cast members with their glow-in-the-dark mm-hmm. wands directing the... The traffic to keep moving. And so that's a little distracting. It was awesome. So like if you have kids who don't want to stand mm-hmm. or, you know, if you're tired from the day you think you're going to be tired, this is a great hack. Yeah. You can still see the show. Yes. And you can still have that experience. It's just a little different. Yes. And especially if you've seen Fantasmic before and this is going to be like your second or third or whatever time right. seeing it, I would say this is a great option. So 100%, I would do the same thing again. Uh-huh. I wouldn't pay for it. There you go. And we had a great meal. It's one of our favorite places to eat. I do love it. The gumbo. Get yes, the gumbo. Yes, get the gumbo. And it was just cool enough that night that the gumbo was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. Perfect. And then we left during fireworks because we've seen those enough times that we just don't care. And we got ushered through one of the back utilidors. Uh-huh. So we got to kind of go backstage and walk out of Disneyland that way. And then the next morning was happy birthday, Katie. Yay. It was Katie's birthday. And happy what did we do? Happy birthday to me. We got up and rope dropped. Carnation Cafe. Carnation Cafe. That kind was a, a first for me. And it was a very impromptu, yes. spur-of-the-moment decision. I, what did we plan on doing? I don't even remember. I think we were just going to wing it once we I got in. I think we were going to try Rise. Oh, that's right. We were going to rope drop Rise. So Katie had a flight at 1130 mm-hmm. that she needed to leave for. The parks opened at 8 o'clock. So we got there to rope drop. and We walked up, and there was one person in line for Cafe or <laughs> Carnation Cafe. Mm-hmm. And we just looked at each other and said, Mickey Waffles on a birthday sounds like the best choice and it was. for the day. And it really was. It was a really good choice. Yeah. So if you're thinking about doing breakfast at Carnation Cafe, rope drop it Yep. if you don't have a reservation. And that's not the first time I've done that. We did with our party of 10 back in October. Smart. We rope dropped it and we were able to get in right away. Yeah. So they usually have a good walk up. And we had, a, we had a great outdoor seat and we could watch the rest of the crush of crowd come in while we yes. were sitting there enjoying our leisurely breakfast. And, yeah, giant Mickey waffles for the win. Giant Mickey waffles were delicious. They were. And then. So I bought an individual lightning lane for Rise of, Rise the, of the Resistance. Because we had not ridden it yet. Right. And I thought, well, this I, this is my birthday gift to myself. And I'm taking Aaron with me. <laughs> so I bought us individual lightning lanes. We went and got in line. It broke down. <laughs> we waited for quite a while before we hopped out of line, didn't we? Oh, no, no, no. That was the other night. Never mind. Yeah. We, we knew it was broken down. Yes. We went and rode Jungle Cruise first. Yes. So Jungle Cruise was your birthday ride. That's right. It's the only thing you got to and do. And I'm on your okay birthday. with that. It was fun. And then when we went, we got off, we went to the bathroom and I got the notification that said that our lightning lane had changed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Katie, I yelled across the bathroom, Katie. Bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and so what they do if the ride is closed down during your return window, they just transfer your pass to an all-day pass so you can go back and ride the ride anytime that day. The problem is... Katie didn't have all day. I was leaving, and so we went and found a lovely guest services umbrella, and she wasn't sure what our options were, but she found out really quickly and was super helpful yep. and ended up refunding us the individual Lightning Lane price. So was able to go in and cancel mm-hmm. it and then refunded the price and... Talk to us about Idaho because she's considering moving to Idaho. That's right. So that was great. (laughs) And then Katie left because she had a flight to catch. Mm -hmm. And my initial plan was I had nine hours until I had to leave. And so I was going to just kind of roam around the park and do some stuff. I'll wrap this up quickly because really the rest of the day was boring. I didn't. I rode the train because I love the train. Mm-hmm. I got some beignets. Actually, after you left, I ate a lot. (laughs) Good. I went to Bengal Barbecue again. Uh I got some beignets. I got a Ronto wrap, uh-huh. 
And I went to finally, I rode the train, and as we passed through Toontown Station, I could hear um, the warming up for The Lion King. Cute. And it hadn't started yet, mm-hmm. so I pulled it up, and I looked up the time, and it was supposed to be, the first showing was at 1230, and mm-hmm. this is at, like, noon. Mm-hmm. And I thought, perfect, I'm going to ride the train all the way around one more time. I'm going to get off. I'm going to watch Lion King. So did that, got back, got off, went into the Fantasyland Theater, found myself a seat. The Lion King started, and for some reason... I thought to check my flight. And my flight that I had booked, I was leaving at 8 p.m. out of Orange County, and I had a uh, connection in Phoenix, and then I would get into Boise at 1.30, mm-hmm. which, why? I don't even know why I did that to begin with. Um, my 8 p.m. flight was showing on time. My Phoenix flight was showing three hours delayed, and it would not have brought me into Boise until 4 in the morning. And I was like, absolutely not. So I jumped up immediately. I watched, like, the first five minutes. um, Scar killed Mufasa. (laughs) And I got up and left. (laughs) And I called the airline. And I was like, can you please get me on a different flight? And so they moved my flight up. And all of a sudden, I had to leave. And so I was still supposed to have, like, four and a half hours left to myself in the park. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it was like get your crap together and get out of right. here. Right. But you were grateful to get home a little bit earlier to your kids. I was. Yeah. I ended up getting so it home worked out okay. 10 o'clock and I surprised them. I didn't tell them I was coming home. Mm-hmm. And so that was good. But I had just enough time to run down Main Street, grab a couple little souvenir things. Mm-hmm. I ran over into DCA to meet our new friends from the Disneyland Forever podcast. Nice. I got to meet Daniel and Jordan and they're totally cool. I'm going to give them a little plug here. Go listen to their podcast. They have some really great topics that they talk about. Totally cool guys. Mm-hmm. They were fun to talk to. So I visited the, with them for a few minutes and then I left and caught my flight and went home. And there it is, guys. We did it. <laughs> Our whirlwind weekend. And I was wasted. Yeah. Disney wasted. Disney wasted. Well, hopefully you guys picked up some tips from our, you know, trying out some new things. And I think your top three takeaways from this should be mm-hmm. don't rope drop Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. Go hang out in the Grand Californian. Nap in the Grand Californian. Don't ride the canoe. Don't go on the canoe. <laughs> Do go on the canoes. An honorable mention. I say go on the canoes. Cafe Orleans for Fantasmic. Yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Have a fabulous week. We will be back next week with all the D23 news. Yeah, hopefully it's just a news-heavy episode because those are fun, too. I, I like know. those. And I hope it's good news. Me, too. We don't want to be sour next week. We might be. We might be. Okay. We're salty sometimes. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at ropedrop.parkhop. Facebook, the same, at ropedrop.parkhop. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.